Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. See, what we really need to do to fix prices is just to make Americans poor. Wait, what? I'll let Joe Biden explain, as he did from the podium last week. Here's the way look at it. Car prices are too high right now. There are two solutions. You increase the supply of cars by making more of them, or you reduce demand for cars by making Americans poor. That's the choice. Wait, he actually said that? Yep. I pulled the White House transcript of it so I could read the rest of it to you. Here's how it ends. If car prices are too high right now, he says there are two solutions. You increase the supply of cars by making more of them, or you reduce the demand for cars by making Americans poor. That's the choice, he says. Listen to what he says next. Believe it or or not, there's a lot of people in the second camp. You'll hear them complain that wages are rising too fast among middle class and working class people who've endured decades of stalled incomes. Their view of the economy says the only solution to our current and future challenges is to make working families that are the backbone of our country poorer to keep them in the state they're in. Now, notice this. Joe doesn't deny he's part of that group. Anybody with any sense in their head would say, but it's not me. I don't want Americans to be poor. And then you think about this. All of his policies are making us poor. And you got to wonder, this group, these people who want Americans to be poor for their own good, who are they? I have a sneaking suspicion they're all around Joe Biden. They're members of his administration. And he hears them say it all the time. And he was just repeating what he's hearing. Because I can't think of anybody else like that. I can't think of anybody in public who is out advocating for making Americans poor for their own good. The only people I know like that who are actually doing those things are the Biden administration and its officials. It kind of makes you wonder if you just got a peek behind the curtain. Because, yes, we all just got poor again as inflation hit 7% for December year over year. That's a staggering figure. But let's go back to this idea that Biden was promoting, not promoting. Yeah, we'll just make Americans poor, then nobody can afford a car, and the prices will have to come down. It'll work great. Well, wait, no. No and no. See, here's the problem. The largest one-year wage gains Americans got in the modern era 
was in 2019. It was under Trump. The average increase in wages for the average American family of four was a staggering 6%. That number was so massive that it was larger than all the wage gains gotten by families of four in the previous 20 years combined. Even better news, black families did even better. They got an average for the average black family of four, 7%. Increase in wages. 2019. You remember anybody talking about inflation in 2019? I don't. Because we didn't have an inflation problem in 2019. Everybody's wages went up. We didn't have to make anybody poor for their own good. And guess what? We didn't have a problem with inflation. So this whole idea that, well, you know, we got to make people poor. And then they're poor. There'll be less demand for cars. And then the price will come down. No, we don't. We've done this before. We've had record-breaking or near-record-breaking gains in wages without inflation. That's because wages don't cause inflation. Wage hikes don't cause inflation. Printing money does. And it's simple why. It devalues every dollar you print, devalues the value of all the other dollars because there's more of them. But it gives you a window into Joe Biden's mind and how he thinks and how the people around him who are actually running the country think. All of which is going down, ironically, as we literally get poorer. We just learned for December, year over year, 7% increase in inflation. That's a staggering number. Last month in November, it was 6.8. So it's picking up steam. What nobody's talking about is if it was 6.8 last month and it's 7 this month, and it's supposed to keep going up through the second half of 2023. Dear God. Where will we be by the second half of 2023? Will it continue to accelerate? What will it look like by then? Nobody's talking about it, which is not good news when it comes to us. We never talk about the things we should be most concerned about. Meanwhile, after flat out denying or explaining away the supply chain situation, which like everything else is just supposed to be temporary, we get this today from the Washington Post and Salon, both admitting in stories published yesterday that not only is the supply crisis, the supply chain crisis real, it's accelerating. Where does that one end? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Meanwhile, in a surprise move that may signal the end for the vaccines, the vaccine mandates, and maybe even vaccine passports, The World Health Organization, this just broke as I'm doing this podcast, joined the European Union and changed direction, suddenly warning against taking continued COVID booster shots. It's not good for you, they warned. 
It could adversely affect your immune system. At most, they should be given annually, like the flu shot. If even that, wait, what? What do they now see? What do they now know about the experimental mRNA vaccines that they didn't just a month ago? Why are they warning about this now? Are the world's elites packing it in on COVID? Maybe. Take a look at this article. This is another shocking admission, and everybody's doing this now. It's as if they suddenly want to lower their COVID numbers. And as I've told you for a long time, the best way to do that is to just tell the truth about how many people actually have COVID. In this case, this was the San Francisco, the big daily newspaper in San Francisco. They're writing about UCSF, the hospital system there in San Fran. And they make a shocking admission about the hospital system. 70% of the supposedly hospitalized COVID cases aren't. That's right. They actually quote Dr. Gene Noble, Associate Professor of Emergency Medicine at UCSF, in telling you, oh, yeah, that, all those people, you know, the hospitalizations we've been basing our COVID policies and system-wide shutdowns on, of businesses and schools and all that. Yeah, a lot of them didn't actually have COVID. Sorry. Yep. She says that she determined that, quote, 70% of them were in the hospital for other reasons. In other words, they weren't real COVID cases. Okay, but they tested positive, though. So are they COVID cases now? Nope, not really. The article goes on to say the vast majority of COVID plus patients I take care of need no medical care, she says. And are quickly discharged home with reassurance. Yeah, here's what the media doesn't admit. It's been that way the whole time. They've just been reporting these as COVID cases and infections. Like I said yesterday on the podcast, that's a huge deal. Because we based our shutdowns on hospital capacity. In other words, had they told us this before, we might not have wrecked the economy. Had we gotten honest numbers... From San Francisco and New York and Ontario and Toronto, we would have known that 50 to 70 percent of the hospitalized COVID cases were for something else. They came to the hospital for something else, i.e. we didn't need to shut down. But now that these numbers are making the Democrats look terrible, now that Joe Biden's death toll has surpassed Trump's by 100,000, they got to figure out how to fix this. You want to laugh? Here's the Associated Press backpedaling all of a sudden. The article is hysterical. It's called Omicron Wave Prompts Media to Rethink Which Data to Report. In other words, they're going to tell the truth about how many of these supposed hospitalized cases really are and how many of them are people who showed up for other stuff and then later happened to test positive. Here's how the AP announces it's going to change the way that it tallies this to make Joe look better. Sorry, I added that last part. They didn't actually put that in the article to make Joe look better, but that's what it's about. Here's what they say. The Associated Press has recently told its editors and reporters to avoid emphasizing case counts in stories about the disease. That means, for example, no more stories focused solely on a particular county or state, setting a one-day record for the number of cases because that claim has become unreliable. And why is it unreliable? Oh, well, we've just discovered so many of these cases really weren't. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's always been that way. This is just a political problem for the Democrats. So they're going to change the way they count the cases and lessen the hysteria, then take credit for getting rid of the disease. 
for the dwindling disease. It's all a big lie, but the upside is hopefully it means they've given up. They're acknowledging they've lost their battle to get everybody on a vaccine passport and use it as travel papers to control their movements and that they want COVID to go away because it's killing them in the polls. We'll never get our economy back, the one they flattened by lying about the cases, exaggerating them, counting people who tested positive after they had checked into the hospital for something else. We'll never get our finances straight again. We'll never get our jobs back. We'll never get our economy back quite right. But at least maybe they'll release the grip that COVID and the fake reporting of COVID to exaggerate its prevalence has had on us. With Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 